0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: Recovery mode is still underway in parts of central Alabama after storms and heavy rainfall caused flash flooding on Wednesday. Wednesday. In Birmingham, Fire and Rescue had to conduct 40 water rescues from low-lying homes, streets, and apartments where people got trapped by the surrounding waters. No injuries have been reported from the Birmingham Fire Chief, Corey Moon.
2: Well, like we said, uh, we did have those 42 water rescues this morning. That is a lot of water rescues, especially at such a short amount of time. But for us, our personnel are always prepared for those type of incidents, so we have resources, we have personnel available, and we're always ready to respond to those types of incidents. So we just want to keep reminding people that if you don't have to be out in those waters, don't drive in those waters, don't try to go through those flood areas. It's just it's not safe for the citizens, and it's not safe for our personnel uh, when that happens.
1: Alabama Congressman Jerry Carl is pushing back at efforts to pass gun control bills in the U.S. House. Carl spoke with 1819's Jeff Poor on Talk 1065 out of Mobile.
0: We all need to look and see what we can do to change the society we're in now. Cuz the, the the I mean look at look at the abortion issue, we don't care about life anymore. You know whether it's whether it's the, you know, uh, own conception or whether it's up to the last day in New York you can abort a baby. So we have no, no true fear of God and no true fear of of life. And, and, and we expect these people with mental problems, they truly have mental problems, that are going in and shooting places up. We need to be spending our resources and our time trying to figure out how to protect our children. And stripping someone's gun or going and taking someone's gun is not the answer. We need to harden up the, the, which would be considered the target, which are the schools. Don't wait for Big Brother, the federal government, to come in and do it. The school systems, the cities, the, the counties, the state, everyone needs to play a role in it. They need to get involved. They need to spend some money, redirect some money to help these schools. So it, it's not as easy as stripping someone, taking someone's gun and you're going to fix it. That is just, that's total BS. And I challenge anyone to come into South Alabama and take anybody's gun.
1: It's not going to happen. Lawyers for Casey White. We're in court this week seeking to make changes to his upcoming trial. The murder trial of White was set to begin this month on the 13th, but a Lauderdale County Circuit Court judge did grant White's attorneys motion to postpone. A new date has been set for December 12th. Another hearing will be conducted on December 2nd to consider a change of venue for that trial. The judge granted nine other motions that were made by White's attorneys this week, one was to be made aware of whether prosecutors are going to seek the death penalty. White is back behind bars after escaping in early May from the Lauderdale County Jail. He did so with the help of the now-deceased corrections officer, Vicki White. The two whites were not related, but did have a relationship going on before that escape. The James Hardy Manufacturing Plant in Prattville plans to expand and bring on 200 more workers. This will double the number of employees already working here in Alabama. Thomas Hardy manufactures fiber cement building solutions. The company is originally based out of Chicago. The company's president, Sean Gadd says that he and the company are proud to continue a strong partnership with the state of Alabama and the city of Prattville. Survivors of sexual abuse within the Southern Baptist Convention are now offering recommendations on what reforms should look like in the future. This comes after a recent report shows a cover-up and silencing of abuse claims by high-level leaders within the SBC when it comes to accusations that were made against SBC pastors. The Sexual Abuse Task Force within the SBC have also detailed out their own plan for solving the problem and preventing further abuse. Now the survivors are weighing in through the survivor support program that's been created within the SBC. All of these reforms will be presented, considered, and voted on when the SBC convention gets underway in California, which is this coming Sunday. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, we are now a week into the month of June, and before the end of this month, the U.S. Supreme Court will have to unveil 30 rulings they have on cases that have been part of their latest court session. The case that is causing the most controversy, of course, is out of Mississippi, which has the potential of overturning Roe v. Wade and sending the abortion issue back to individual state legislatures to decide. There's also a gun rights case brought by the New York Rifle and Pistol Association. One case out of Maine involves private school tuition and taxpayer subsidies. Two of the lawsuits are against the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and two others involve illegal immigrants and deportation. When it comes to the highest court in the land, the name of a man arrested near the home of a Supreme Court justice is now being made public. 26-year-old Nicholas Rosk of Simi Valley, California made his way across the nation to the Maryland home of Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Rosk was found by authorities to have a firearm and a plan to assassinate Kavanaugh. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland had this to say about the incident.
0: This kind of behavior is obviously is behavior that we will not tolerate. Threats of violence and actual violence against the justices, of course, strike at the heart of our democracy. and We will do everything we can to prevent them and to hold people who do
2: them accountable.
1: Republicans in Congress are currently outraged at this recent revelation of a threat to a justice, especially after months of protests being held at the Justice's homes by those objecting to the possibility of abortion being overturned at a national level. Senators Roger Marshall of Kansas and Ted Cruz of Texas are pointing the finger at Senate majority leader Chuck Schumer For the comments he has made against Kavanaugh,
0: Kavanaugh, you have released the I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price.
1: Georgia Congressman Barry Loudermilk and Marjorie Taylor Greene are also blaming Schumer's rhetoric and calling on Democrats, including President Joe Biden, to condemn all forms of violence. The video of Schumer was sent out by the Republican Communications Center for the House and Senate following this recent story about plans to kill a U.S. justice. Congress has been considering an array of bills that are designed to limit the sale and access to firearms, especially for those under the age of 21. Members of Congress are justifying this infringement on constitutional right by saying it's the only way to stop mass shootings. A woman from a D.C. group to protect female gun rights was having none of it when she was sitting before Congress during a committee hearing. Lucretia Hughes was adamant that the bills are useless, and she said so despite the fact her own son was shot and killed by a man using a firearm.
2: On the night of April the second, two 2016, my family got a phone call that would change our lives forever. My ex-husband answered the phone and let out a blood-curdling scream, a scream of pain from the depths of his soul. He screamed, he cried, he's gone, he is gone. Our 19-year-old son, Emmanuel, went to a party early that night. I found out that he was shot point blank in the head and killed while playing dominoes. No one spoke up for weeks, and the killer was on the run. No one was going to snitch, but that is the street life. Words can't describe how hard it is to bury a child. I ache for anyone and all who have done the same. My son's death was a result of a criminal with an evil heart and a justice system failing to hold him accountable for the laws he had already broken. You see, a convicted felon killed my son with an illegally obtained gun. Our gun control lobbyists and politicians claim that their policies will save lives and reduce violence. Well, those policies did not save my son.
1: Hughes referred to all the major cities that have enacted similar gun control laws years ago and now are epicenters for high crime rates and violence.
2: The laws being discussed are already implemented in cities across this country. We have decades of evidence proven they do not work. St. Louis, New York, Chicago, Washington, Atlanta, are gun control utopias. And they are plagued with the most violence. 10 more laws, 20 more laws, a 1,000 more won't make what has already illegal more wrong or stop criminals from committing these crimes. And y'all are delusional if you think it's going to keep us safe. I am a legal, law Biden citizen, and I don't need the government to save me. I teach people how to use a firearm. I empower others to look at me to understand the Second Amendment is their right. I am a proud member of the DC project Women for Gun Rights. We believe that education is the key to safety, not ineffective legislation. We support meaningful solutions that will actually save lives, making it more difficult or even more expensive for me and people that look like me and other law-abiding citizens will not make us safer. It will embolden the criminals. Gun owners are not the enemies, and these gun control policies are not the solution.
1: A former Democrat congressman for the state of Pennsylvania pleads guilty to voter fraud. 79-year-old Michael Myers of Philadelphia was charged with stuffing ballots for Democratic candidates in the election years of 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, and 2018. He is facing federal charges from the Justice Department for conspiracy to deprive voters of civil rights, as well as bribery, obstruction of justice, and falsifying voting records. Myers also admitted to bribing a judge to certify election results and conspiring with another judge to falsify election records. There is a massive caravan of illegal immigrants forming in the country of Mexico, all with the intention of heading to the U.S. border and crossing over. That caravan could be the largest to form since this whole pattern of caravans first started forming and crossing over during the Obama administration. The Texas National Guard has started placing razor wire along the Rio Grande River to provide more deterrence to those who are trying to cross over. The Texas military plans to lay down 17 miles of the razor wire along private property with the consent of the property owners. This is part of Operation Lone Star, which was launched by Texas state leadership due to the unwillingness of the Biden administration to send in any more Border Patrol forces or to take a strong stance against illegal border crossings and deportation. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he discusses, once again, pain at the pump.
3: We are right now approaching $5 per gallon as an average. Americans are paying a dollar eighty-seven more than they were just a year ago. More than that when you count when Biden came into office. So literally what we're looking at here is it, it, overnight gas went up 5 cents. How is that even possible? But it went up 5 cents overnight, 10 cents since last Saturday. We're now seeing multiple states that are over $5 a gallon. And then we're looking at hurricane season. I don't even want to talk about that because hurricane season disrupts oil production and oil storage and oil shipping. The bottom line we've got here is we are looking at a self-inflicted wound. These are Biden's green energy industrial policies. Tell you more about that, what the Wall Street Journal had to say right after this break. But yeah, it is literally a self-inflicted wound.
1: You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. I appreciate you listening to The Daily Detail and subscribing on either Spotify or Apple Podcast. When you land on the main page to those apps, be sure and drop me a five-star rating. I would greatly appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then.
3: Alabama.
1: Alabama. Alabama.
0: Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.